You're listening to SBS News. In Kyiv, Valentina Ororushenko ran a psychology school before the war. Now she's opening a beauty salon in Sydney after being forced to flee Ukraine and take refuge in Australia. It's a drastic change that she hadn't planned for, but Ms. Ororoshenko says she's making the most of her situation, no matter how precarious it may be. I do it my best here, but I don't know what's happening. Maybe the government tell I don't know much. Okay, guys, <laughs> we are so tired of you. <laughs> Go back to Ukraine, please. Like, we don't know. It's difficult. Her business partner at the salon is a Russian raised in Australia. She says despite the conflict between the two peoples, she will always treat people according to their actions, not their nationality. doesn't matter who, like her nationality, for me it's important what she did. Because for me, you know, you can't be even Ukrainian, but you can support Russia. It depends on person, personality. It's why I see what people, what person do it. Valentina, like many others, say they're living in limbo as the Russian invasion drags into a third year. Since February of 2022, 13,500 Ukrainian citizens have arrived in Australia, with almost 4,000 people on temporary humanitarian visas. It's a low number compared with the more than 6.3 million Ukrainian refugees sheltering around the world. When the war started, the federal government said it had granted more than 8,600 mostly temporary visas, which last three years. However, many have been forced to leave to other parts of the world due to heavy restrictions on humanitarian visa holders. Ivan Levitsky says he struggled to find work as he was forced to leave his company due to travel restrictions. Humanitarian visa conditions were such that I was not really able to leave Australia. So with the humanitarian visa conditions, I had to quit from my company and start looking for a job elsewhere inside Australia, which was not always on the market, let's put it this way. So sometimes I've been struggling with the work, yes. His wife, Yulia Levitsky, says they have since moved to Romania now, as the conditions suit them much better. All the circumstances, they pushed at us and, um, you know, wasn't so easy for us. But now it gives us uh, conditions that uh, are, like, affordable to stay here and we can, uh, for example, leave this country to see our parents. And for Ukrainians living in Australia, the end of their three-year visas is on the horizon, and with no end to the war in sight, it has been difficult to think of the future. Irina Zayets is a refugee dealing with the limitations of being on a temporary visa without a pathway to permanent residency. She says she's faced challenges in gaining employment and securing a loan for her family. It's difficult to find... um good job in pharmaceutical industry without permanent residency or uh, citizenships. We can't plan our life more than one year. We can't uh, get loan. We can't uh, buy, for example, new car to get loan for, for that. And um, it's difficult to live in this <laughs> with this uh, understanding. Ms. Zayed says she and other Ukrainians have found it challenging to transition to a more stable visa option. 
our English level. This is the reason why we can't um, apply skills with us. Uh, most of Ukrainians um, have similar problem. They can't apply uh, skill visas because of uh, English uh, language skills, um, because the age, for example, or can't provide documentation, um, especially from occupied territory. Australian Ukrainian community leaders want the government to establish clear pathways to permanent residency. Co-chair of the Australian Federation of Ukrainian Organizations, Stefan Romanyu, says peace of mind is essential for those fleeing the conflict. They are working. Some are ready to buy real estate. Some are ready to, to start their businesses. Uh, but on the other hand, um, many are falling into depression because they don't know what the future holds. So um, their visas expire next year. We're pretty confident that nobody will be sent back to a war zone. Uh, therefore, we, we presume there'll be an extension of visas. But what we're arguing is sooner or later a decision has to be made. We're suggesting make the decision now, give people permanency, give them stability and give them dignity. The government has responded with a spokesperson for the Department of Home Affairs saying it will prioritize visa applications from Ukrainian nationals with special attention paid to those with what they call a strong personal connection to Australia. Asked if Australia would consider pathways to permanent residency similar to those announced for nations such as New Zealand, there was no response. Despite this ambiguity and the heartache she feels for friends and family stuck in Ukraine, Ms Zayat says she hopes she and her family will be able to call Australia home soon. I would like to stay because we started a new life in Australia. I don't want to start my life again and again. My daughter is very Australian. She even have Australian accent. <laughs> we will be happy to stay here, but we meet a lot of challenges. Sam Dover and Madina Jafari for SBS News.